good morning, good morning, and good morning. It is the Planet Power Hour for this Thursday, March 16th. What's going on? Chris Logan, your host of the show. For one hour, going to dig into what's trending, some headlines, some stories for today. Thanks for listening on the planet. Listen to theplanet.com. Thanks for watching on Facebook. Thanks for watching on TikTok, as always. If you are watching, I ask you to share. Would appreciate that. Feel free to comment as you like. I can I can see all the comments come up in my StreamYard dashboard here. Sometimes I see you as Facebook user. Sometimes I see you as your name. I think it just depends on where you're watching since we have three different ways to watch on my Chris Logan page, the Planet page, and inside the Chris Logan in the Morning Facebook group. Depending on where you are and where you're watching, uh, sometimes I see your name, sometimes I see Facebook user, but it's all good. What are we going to talk about this morning? Got an update for you. I-10, I-49, going to be closed this weekend for bridge repairs. Get you an update on that. Also, there is a video going viral. Saw this yesterday. An intoxicated, half-naked man uh, led police on a chase in Pineville. Got an update, and we're going to watch the video. Now, we're going to watch the real video. You may or may not have seen that online. Now, he, he doesn't have any pants, but you can't really see anything. So that, that's coming up. Talk a little bit about the Cajuns tonight uh, in March Madness and my bracket. Didn't do my bracket. I think we're going to quickly do my bracket on the show. If you want to copy off of my bracket, go ahead. But I think you have until like maybe 10-ish or 11-ish this morning to, to get your brackets in. Going to talk a little bit about St. Patrick's Day and leprechauns. Were leprechauns traditionally, or were they always a part of St. Patrick's Day? I'll tell you about that coming up. Got to talk a little bit about the NFL and moves that happened yesterday. There were, there were a lot. One big one for the Saints. I like who the Saints signed yesterday. Talk a little bit about tax season. Also, there's a new trend. Instead of giving someone the middle finger, Telling them they're number one with the middle finger, you can do something else. That's on the way. And then Robert Smith from The Cure. Not happy with Ticketmaster and their dynamic pricing. Not many artists and bands are happy with this dynamic pricing. Appreciate you being here. Thanks to Motor City. You'll see him on the bottom if you're watching, scrolling across. Thanks to Motor City for sponsoring the Power Hour. 1111 North University Lafayette was there yesterday. Take a look at the lot, as always, some, some great vehicles on there. Uh, nice cars, nice trucks, nice SUVs, work trucks, work vans. There's some Jeeps on the lot, too. It's springtime. Maybe you want to get yourself a Jeep, take the top off, and, and go cruising. One, uh, 1111 North University is where you can find Motor City. Also, thanks to Edge Custom Tent. They're our new overall sponsor of the planet. 110 Road 2 in Lafayette. Window tinting, they can do auto, they can do residential, they can do commercial, vinyl wraps, ceramic coating, paint protection film, and more. And then also, don't forget, go to the website. If you're not there now or go today, listen to theplanet.com. Got a chance for you to win a pair of tickets to Pelicon. That is coming up on April 29th. It is a con happening at the William H. Scott Civic Center in False River. Tickets on Eventbrite, but got more information on the website. Oh, and also check out my new shirt. 
Quick shout out to Jeff and Renee over at Mandez's. This is the Mandez's Seafood Bar and Grill t-shirt. Got a couple of them, and I got a sweatshirt yesterday. I'm just saying, I got I got pull when it comes to restaurants. You know, you need a t-shirt. I'm, me, I'm your person. Other than that, I, I, I can't help you. But I might be able to help you with a t-shirt. But now, nah, so I went to Mandez's new location in Youngsville. Man, very cool location. They're hoping to open it very, very soon. Just a couple little things they're waiting on. You know, all the red tape. Waiting on uh, on a couple things to get their doors open. But if you're looking for a job, too, around Youngsville, they're hiring. Go and see them. It's on Shamam Ettery. They're right across from Ascension, next to Zorba's uh, in that little, I think it's the Mills Common Shopping Center. But, man, such a great place. Now, they're, they're still going to have the location, the original one on Ducey. It's just going to be two locations of Mendez's, and they bring you our lunch hour. They're one of our sponsors here on the planet. Oh, and also, too, can't forget about Boiled crawfish, they're doing that as well. And Jeff's the man when it comes to boiled crawfish, man. He waits until he gets, you know, the the perfect size crawfish. He knows how to boil them. It's something that he used to do uh, as as a job. And after he opened Mendez, he decided just to boil crawfish there. But go and check him out. Boil crawfish Wednesday through Saturday over at Mendez's. So let's jump into the show. Oh, and look, I, I brought these. For those that were kind of asking, since today's Thursday, have us a little throwback Thursday. What was it, last week? Talking about finding stuff in the attic, and I told you that I had found, or, or my mom had found these, you know, cleaning out during COVID the way that we all did. You know, We cleaned our house from top to bottom 86 times when they told us to stay home. And But finding stuff in your closet. So these, if you're watching this morning, my classic air walks from probably... Oh, dude, 80, 87-ish, I guess, maybe, if I had to guess. 80, 87-ish. Red, black, white. Got the lace savers on it and Velcro. Listen. So you would, you would tie your shoes, and then you would throw this little flap over your shoelaces, and that's how your shoelaces didn't tie when you were skating. But these are my classic airwalks right here. Should I put them on eBay or not? Or should I just keep them? Maybe I'll just keep them. Uh, update on the I-10, I-49 overpass. DOTD has announced lane closures that will cause some drivers in, on both I-10 and I-49 to take a detour. All lanes of I-49 northbound and I-10 eastbound at the interchange will be closed overnight, tonight and tomorrow, and all weekend from Friday night until Monday morning. So that's going to cause some headaches once again, but those dudes got to do what they do and get that fixed. Closures are scheduled from 9 p.m. Thursday until 4 a.m. Friday. Then again at 9 p.m. Friday night until Monday at 4 a.m. And that's weather permitting. It says from 4 a.m. to 9 p.m. Friday, I-10 eastbound will be down to one lane. And that is where that 18-wheeler hit the bridge. So just be aware of that if you're traveling that area uh, tonight, tomorrow night, or at any time this weekend. So this video here, I, I guess we can kind of call it our video of the day. Uh, saw a few people share it on social media yesterday. 
And then the news stations got a hold of it. So there's somewhat of an update to this story because I guess the local news stations did some digging. You may have seen the video, the half-naked man getting arrested. Happened in Pineville. And, and the dude that got arrested was from Scott. So here's the story. A Scott man discovered naked from the waist down following a police chase near Pineville has been arrested on numerous charges, including operating a vehicle while intoxicated. Not his once, not his twice, not his third, his fourth offense. According to Pineville police, the incident happened Sunday. Dwayne Boudreaux, age 67, was driving a white Chevy truck, swerving into oncoming traffic in the 32 block of Military Highway. That's according to Pineville police. An officer on duty had to swerve onto the shoulder to avoid a crash as Boudreaux fled at accelerated speeds, reaching up to 95 miles per hour. And he was in this white GMC pickup. If you're watching, you see it. When he got to US-165 in Ball, police said he began to drive through the median in circles before crashing into a police unit, pushing it backwards. Two videos sent to KLFY show opposite sides of an officer exit his unit on impact and point his weapon at Boudreaux, who then opens his door and falls to the ground wearing only a T-shirt. I don't think there was someone in there with him. My, he might have been having fun by himself. Or maybe he had some fun previously and just forgot to put his pants on. He was so messed up. Boudreaux was arrested and placed in the back of the police unit, taken to the Rapids Parish Jail, where he's being held on just a $112,000 bond. I, I don't understand bonds. And, and we're not going to get into that today. But you've, we, we've talked about it before, like just how bonds differ with different crimes committed, reasons you're arrested, and it seems like some should be more and some that are more should be less. But this is what the dude got. His charges include operating a vehicle while intoxicated, aggravated flight from an officer, reckless operation of a vehicle, traffic control signals, improper lane usage, driving on the right side of the road, driving in the left lane, impeding flow, Turn signals required at 100 feet. They got him for everything. Driving left of center, aggravated assault with a motor vehicle upon a peace officer, resisting an officer and ignition interlock device offenses. And they hit him with just 112,000. So this is a story from KLFY. You want to watch the full video? This is how it all went down, and I think it's like over a minute. And you may have seen it shared on Facebook. The original video comes from, let me make the screen a bit, a bit bigger if you're watching. There we go. So the video comes from Gracie Creel Verscher. And her caption is, coming home from my parents on a Sunday afternoon turned eventful. Had the truck speeding towards us end up here. Now, you can see the dude get out of the truck. And you can see that he has no pants on, but you can't make anything out. So I feel okay uh, playing it if you're it's watching it. But here he goes. He's driving in circles. 
in the median and in the intersection. And he tries to go one way, the officer comes back around, boom, and he hits the officer head on. And you can see his wheels turning. Ooh, trying to push the officer out the way. Now this poor lady's backing up because she knows something's going down. You should have trucked this dude all over. It's okay, Kirby. So she got kids crying in the car. So as you can see here, or if you're watching, the officer has his weapon drawn on this dumbass in the vehicle. And here he is coming out. No pants. Falls to the ground. He's naked. He's, like, say, he's naked. He ain't got no, no pants on. Looks more like a taser than a gun. Get up. Dude, I, I'd have drugged that dude by his feet for just a little while. Let him get a brush burn on his you-know-what. Dumbass. Yeah, I'd have, I'd, have, I'd have to drag him just for a little while. Y'all don't cancel me for uh, uh, brutality. But sometimes people just deserve it, man. This cat deserved it. That's how he deserved a big old beatdown. Just a brush burn on his thigh. Maybe just a brush burn on his, on his you-know-what. I mean, come on, dude. Look, he has one sock on. I don't know if he took it off in his vehicle. I'm just I'm just assuming here <laughs> of, of what went down. So the officer puts him in the vehicle and then takes him to jail. But is his fourth time arrested. Come on, dude. Or, or fourth time arrested for driving under the influence. But you might see that video today. If not, I think calify.com has that full video. You can check it out. March Madness tonight, the Cajuns got a prime time game. The number 13 Raging Cajuns taking on number four Tennessee. Yesterday, we talked to the voice of Louisiana's Raging Cajuns, Jay Walker, and kind of gave us an update. He said he had a little more studying to do on Tennessee, which that was his plan for today. And I was looking at a few predictions. This is from SI.com. And the Tennessee versus Louisiana prediction, Tennessee at uh, minus 11 and a half. Goes on to say this is the second year in a row that Tennessee has received the number four seed. Last year, they decimated Big South Conference champion Longwood by a final of 88-56. to Louisiana looking to avoid a similar fate and perhaps even pull off an upset. And this story goes on to say the Raging Cajuns reached the big dance for the first time since 2014. They go on to say here, Louisiana is a very talented team, but our experts have Tennessee at minus 11 and a half. And yesterday, Jay was talking about having to learn the pronunciation of some of these Tennessee players' names and understand exactly, exactly what he's talking about. Man, looking at some of these people, um, Oliver... 
Nakamahao. It's N-K-A-M-H-O-U-A. Jonas, A-I-D-O-O. Uh, the other one is Euros Plavsic, maybe? U-R-O-S-P-L-A-V-S-I-C. So understand now what Jay said. I got to go learn pronunciation of these names. So favored Tennessee. Can the Cajuns win? I, I hope so. Boy, it would be big if the Cajuns can pull off an upset tonight. But CBS, 840, Cajuns and Volunteers. Did you do your bracket yet? Data scientists from the University of Illinois have their own tips for filling out your NCAA tournament bracket. They say by picking the top-seeded team from each region as the Final Four contestants and working backwards from there, you'll have a higher bracket score on average than by first picking the winners of the first-round games and continuing in order. The odds of a perfect bracket are not good, which we talked about yesterday. There are more than nine quintillion possible bracket combinations. Nine quintillion. Remember that number. That will be our deficit in the next couple years. <laughs> but here it is. Should I should I pick them now? Uh, I, I am part of this uh, group, and we would do football pickems. Not sure if you ever heard about this, but if you got some, you know, some friends, family members you want to put together, and you know, do pickems. You can you can do them for a friendly wager if you want. You can do it just for fun, but it's officefootballpool.com and you can do uh, different sports on here. So this is our bracket for the games. And man, I was going to do it on the air. Like I was going to do it now while watching, but I'm not sure. I don't know how much I want to, how much time I want to spend on this. But number one seed out the South is Alabama. They basically have a home game in Birmingham. They play Texas A&MCC. I guess that would be community college, maybe. Number two seed out the South, Arizona, taking on number 15, Princeton. You know, I, I like picking those, like the sevens and the tens. They hear, like, Missouri taking on Utah State. Those are the tougher ones to pick. Purdue, number one, coming out the east. That's where the Cajuns are, sitting here at number 13. Marquette, number two. Uh, that's a team that Jay had going all the way. He told us yesterday he had picked the number twos to get into the final four. Uh, in the west, Kansas, number one. Who's number two? UCLA. Coming out the midwest, Houston, number one. Xavier, number three, Texas, number two, Colgate. Well, and it was always, you know, you always had the same teams getting into the Final Four, the Elite Eight, the Sweet 16, man. You had the Gonzagas. You had UConns. You had Duke. You had North Carolina. Boy, North Carolina kind of fell off the map, right? I don't think they... I don't even think they made it to the tournament. They didn't have that great of a season, and they were ranked high at the beginning of the season. It just fell apart. You know, Kansas State, another team. Kentucky, another team you always see there. Uh, I see NC State, but no no North Carolina. 
But I, I think I'm going to save that. I'm going to save it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it after the show. I'm not going to give you my picks because I plan on, on being the one in nine quintillion to get it right. Nine quintillion, dude. Wow. St. Patrick's Day is tomorrow. Plan on doing any celebration of St. Patrick's Day? If you are, make sure you have plenty of Guinness on hand. Guinness is served 819% more often on St. Patrick's Day. Looks like that's everybody's go-to more than any other day of the year. Plan on having some green beer? Remember Bennigan's Blarney Blast? I told you my Bennigan's Blarney Blast story, didn't I? Did I, did I tell you that? When, back when I was working for Planet Radio, this was like probably 01-ish. I, I think I told you the story. Anyway, I'll tell you again. So we're at Bennigan's Blarney Blast, and we were doing a live broadcast. And back then, you know, you'd walk around with a microphone. We had our, you know, our system set up. And back then, you could actually you know, talk to people. Now they don't want you to talk to people, probably because of the reason that I'm fixing to tell you. But so there was a group of people that you know, I, I didn't know, but they you know, came up to, to talk to me, and we were just shooting the bull. And I'm like, hey, man, you want to you get on the air? And he was like, yeah, sure. So I'm doing my little live break at Bennigan's for the Blarney Blast. Hey, you know, we got Chiwis, whatever it was, bag of donuts. Uh, who else might have been playing? Stealing Cane, Liquid Sand, who knows? Also doing my thing. Hey, come get the green beer. And, you know, got so-and-so with me. Are you having a good time? And then so I put the mic in his face after I say, are you having a good time? And he goes, I'm having an effing blast. And then my world stopped for a second, literally a second. And I'm like, oh, man. You know, like when things happen to you like that, it's all slow motion. So I remember pulling the mic back and just continuing on like nothing happened. And luckily, I did not get in any trouble at all. I don't know if anyone, if someone didn't hear it. You know, thankfully, it was a rock station. If people heard it, they probably thought it was cool and didn't, um, you know, didn't contact the FCC, but I did not get into any trouble. Didn't get pulled into Rob Summers' office uh, at the time. Brent says, work Blarney Blast for many years, even after I stopped working for Bennigan's. Yep. What was, what was the Bennigan's sandwich? What was it? Oh, the Monte Cristo. That was like the popular sandwich from Bennigan's back in the day. The Monte Cristo. That was like the, I think like the fried sandwich, correct? I think so. But man, those are some good times under the, the big tent at Bennigan's. It was like the place to be for St. Patrick's Day. Also, leprechauns. I, 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 didn't, I, I didn't know this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit it. Leprechauns traditionally had nothing to do with St. Patrick or the celebration of St. Patrick's Day. Remember that that very early on viral video um, of those people, I think, in Alabama that's, that, that said they saw the leprechaun in the tree? Was, you know, their good luck. Might have to pull that video up for tomorrow. But leprechauns didn't have nothing to do with St. Patrick's Day until 1959. And how did leprechauns get pulled into St. Patrick's Day? 
1959, Walt Disney released a film called Darby O'Gill and the Little People. And I didn't know about that movie either until uh, my father-in-law watched it. And that introduced America to a very different sort of leprechaun than the, like the little man of the Irish folklore. So the cheerful, friendly leprechaun is an American invention. Invention. America's screwing it all up. <laughs> but leprechaun's not really part of the whole St. Patrick's Day deal. Got to talk a little football, man. That's some headlines. Good Lord. A lot of things happened yesterday. Yesterday I was on the road. I had a few meetings most of the day. And so I have Sirius XM in my vehicle. And I was listening to ESPN and the NFL channel. And, dude, it was all about Aaron Rodgers. And I'm like, good Lord, y'all got to stop. Which we'll get to Aaron Rodgers in a bit. But, boy, the Saints had a great signing yesterday. Saints sign ex-Lions running back Jamal Williams to a three-year contract. Williams will receive $8 million in guaranteed money, according to NFL insider Ian Rappaport. Now, this is Jamal Williams' third NFC home since he was drafted by the Green Bay Packers in the fourth round of the 2017 NFL Draft. Will he be our guy replacing Alvin Kamara? I mean, we're going to need someone. Some Detroit Lions fans were not happy to see him go. He had a great season last year. But he led the league in he led the league in touchdowns, right? He had he had some record last year. Why can't I think of it? Now, kind of a not that big of a contract for Jamal Williams, not that lucrative of a contract. Quarterbacks earning between 40 and 55 million. But you know, it we'll 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 see what happens with Al, Alvin Kamara and how much we will get from Jamal Williams. But I thought that was a great, great pickup for the Saints yesterday. Um also, Jameis Winston released a statement. I thought I had it pulled up on my screen, and I don't think that I do. I told you yesterday that I thought Jameis Winston was a changed dude. And that I don't think that Jameis Winston of old would be acting the way that he's been acting. Somewhat professional over the past few years since he was in New Orleans. We haven't really seen the old Jameis Winston. Could we have seen the old Jameis Winston when he was pulled and not put back in last year? We, we could. But he, he was professional about it. This is what he says on his Instagram, which is Instagram's great. It's Jabu Wins. And he had all, all his little uh, workouts. Remember, he was doing all those funny workouts that was all on his Instagram. But he says, why I came back. First, I love this city. In all of my professional career, I've never felt so culturally in tune with a fan base. The Saints fans that I've met have been incredible. Y'all have made me and my family feel at home. 
That is why last season was so disappointing to me. I want to see this team and city succeed. He says, I know great things are ahead for this team and this city. I was led here by the Spirit. That's why I would never run away from this new challenge. The things that led me here are still here. A stable organization, a championship-caliber team, and a great fan base. He says, this year's team, like last year's team, is built to win a Super Bowl. Let there be no doubt. He says, I am still a championship-caliber quarterback in this league. However, Getting healthy and staying healthy is my number one priority, and I have suffered three devastating injuries over the last two years. He went on to say, I need to stay healthy to assist this team in getting where they want to go. Most importantly, I need to stay healthy to get me where I want to go in my career. With that being said, I will serve and lead however I need to to see this organization and city win. I am proud to say for one more year at least, who that? Jameis Winston. You may disagree with me, and I know a lot of you disagree with me saying that that he needed to be the guy under center. I was willing to give Jameis Winston another shot. Didn't didn't I did not like the dude in Tampa Bay. Did not laugh at his eat that W and all the stuff he was doing, all the crazy things, crab legs and all that. But it seemed like he had changed his ways. And he could have been the Jameis Winston of old when he was benched last year, but but he wasn't. Hopefully he gets better, stays healthy, and maybe signs a deal next year. Also, Aaron Rodgers. Hey, that was like all the talk yesterday. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Yes, no. So Adam Schefter, an NFL insider, share screenshots of a text message from Aaron Rodgers telling him to lose his number. <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers is another guy who's not really scared to, to tell it how it is. You know, he was outspoken about the vaccine and, and other things as well. But this is a story from the Daily uh, Snark. And during an appearance on the Pat McAfee show, the longtime Packers quarterback revealed that he intends to play for the New York Jets next season, and the only thing standing in the way is the compensation between the Jets and the Packers. So Adam Schefter tweets out, Aaron Rodgers told at Pat McAfee show that he intends to play for the Jets, and the team needs to work out conversation. Aaron Rodgers also had a message for some of the reporters who have been breaking news about his situation in recent weeks, particularly Adam Schefter. Ask about the report from Schefter and ESPN's Diana Rossini on Monday. We, I, I shared that, that report with you from Diana Rossini on Monday. That Rodgers presented the Jets with a wish list of other players for them to sign. And Rodgers calls that, quote, ridiculous. He says, in fact, he revealed that when contacted by Schefter about whether or not he'd like to comment on the report, he responded, quote, lose my number. This is... This is Aaron Rodgers talking about it. But dude, after a while, like that all it that all that has to get old, man. You know, the reports that may be true, not true. You get it. Just ask ask Schefter what I text him when he somehow got my number and texted me. You know, I didn't respond to Diana Rossini, I think her name is. Yes, like Diana. Some, you got my great word. Well. 
But like, I would say the same thing that I told Sheffy. Sheffy, lose my number. Ooh. Nice try. <laughs> I'll speak for myself. I'm sure there'll be people that that's that you know so it looks have like their sources. But the, you know, from what I've seen, it's like I had a sheet of paper when I met with the Jets, and I said, uh, "Sign these people." And that's not the reality. That's okay. so ridiculous. All right. So he says no, and then Pat McAfee has to walk out. And this is A.J. Hawk, if you're watching. That's A.J. Hawk. Well, he totally uh, has a new look, doesn't have long hair, is very slim. Again, here's Adam Schefter sharing the, the text from Aaron Rodgers. Lose my number. Good try, though. But it, it has to get old after a while. It, 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 it really does. Also, what else? Uh, I think I had one other. Oh, another big move yesterday. Ezekiel Elliott released from the Cowboys. Now, Ezekiel Elliott, not really the Ezekiel Elliott of old. Also, reading a couple stories that maybe Tampa Bay is the spot where Ezekiel Elliott will land. Also, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Got picked up by the Bucks. Juju Smith-Schuster signed with the New England Patriots. And the Eagles released Darius Slay. That would be that would be a pretty big pickup for a team. Cornerback Darius Slay. Uh, what else? Oh, um, Cowboys have acquired Stephen Gilmore from the Colts. Okay, I mean, that's... It's an okay move. Not not a not a not a big move though. But Jamal Williams loved that pickup for the Saints. Love it. Tax time. Not as many people will spend this year's tax refund on fun stuff like TVs or vacations. According to this story from Purdue University, Americans on average are expecting a tax refund of only $1,940. The majority plan to use that money for savings, investment, or to reduce debt. I'm probably going to get a call today, and I'm going to see how big of a check I need to write to the tax man. Got that call yesterday, and they needed some more information. So, like, you know, you know, you get a call, you kind of get kind of sick to your stomach. When my phone rang and I saw it was it was them, the CPA, I'm like, oh, get ready to write that check. Your hand, you know, is just shaking so much when you have to write. Why do I have to write so many zeros? But you got less than a month now to get your 2022 tax returns in. A survey revealed one in seven people would name their child taxes. What? Why? And one in ten would clean prison toilets for three years so they never had to do their taxes again dude how far would you go not to pay taxes would you do like the guys on armageddon and go and try to break up an asteroid drill through an asteroid and not pay taxes for the rest of your life would you clean prison toilets for three years not to pay your taxes 39% of people would move to a different country for a tax-free future. And nearly half would move to a new state. A lot of people uh, do that. Texas, one of those states. 
Others would get an IRS tattoo. Not talk for six months. <laughs> or take a vow of celibacy to never see Uncle Sam again. What would you do not to pay taxes? I guess it would, I would clean, I would clean prison toilets, I guess. Three years, but I mean, I, mm, no, I don't know. I'd, I'd take that back. I, I don't know what I would do to not pay taxes, but I, I know it's not fun. Not something that you, that you look forward to, right? Yesterday was Dustin Poirier Day. Did you see that? Saw a few people share that on social media and then saw a story on KATC.com. The Good Fight Foundation celebrated Dustin Poirier Day, a day where the foundation gives back to the community. And the event was held at the Hub Lafayette. Attendees of the event were able to get free haircuts. The Hub is a local nonprofit that provides food and resources to people who are experiencing homelessness. They also accept donations of hygiene products, canned goods, blankets, and clothes. Dustin Poirier told KATC, quote, This event got started when I was at the Edge Barbershop in Lafayette on Johnston Street. He said, my barber said, quote, hey, if there's anything we can do with the foundation, we know you and your wife run, we'd love to give back. So Dustin says, I told my wife that, or sorry, I told my wife that, and she was like, you know what? Let's ask them if they want to come and donate their time and cut hair for people who need it. And those barbers were super excited to do it. And there was some video and, and photos yesterday of that. But, you know, always great to see, you know, any, any good things and positive things happening around Acadiana, around Louisiana, you know, the United States, the world. And, and good job for Dustin and the Good Fight Foundation for doing that. Have you tried the uh, Rare Staff? Why can't I talk? Have you tried his Rare Stash bourbon? If you're a bourbon or or whiskey guy, I have. I didn't try. I hadn't. I didn't try the number two. The number two came out what around the holidays last year, and I never tried the number one. And I think it was around Thanksgiving or Christmas last year. Went to Prejean's and I, I got the one. So I figured I'd start with the one, and then I would move to the two. But not bad. I had it over the Christmas holiday. Pretty good. Uh, I think I still have probably half the bottle left. It's hard to drink a full bottle of bourbon. You know, when you have multiple ones in your house, you, know, you always like pour a little bit of different ones and it's hard to finish a bottle. But I wanted to finish the number one before trying the number two. And I haven't, I haven't got around to it yet. You know, now Dustin and Tim and all of them, they own Marcello's on Johnston Street. So I'm sure they have plenty of rare, rare stash there. How about this new trend? It is no longer cool to give someone the middle finger. No longer cool to do so. Now you need to give someone the thumbs down. That's the new thing to do. New trend. According to this, young people are now ditching the bird and giving drivers a thumbs down instead. They claim it's more effective. Someone talked to a bunch of millennials and Gen Zers about it. The basic argument is 
It's not as rude or crass, but actually more hurtful. And is it? Is it? Instead of telling them you're number one, give them the thumbs down. You know, always I thought about this. You know, if there's someone you don't like, you don't really want to beat them up in public. But what about tripping them in public and embarrassing them? Is that worse than a, than a public beatdown? Could very well be. I know that's a weird analogy. But is this, is this the same kind of thing? You give someone a thumbs down like this. Like, yeah, but if you're going to give someone a thumbs down and not give them the bird, you got to do it with a little bit of attitude. I mean, you have to. Just kind of, no. See, and, and, and there's somewhat of, a, of an embarrassment if someone gives you that, the old thumbs down. One person described it as this. It is the equivalent of telling someone, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. <laughs> also, according to this, flipping someone off is also aggressive. But sometimes it happens when you're driving. It shouldn't. Okay, I'm not condoning it, but sometimes it happens. Driving slow in the left lane. No, that that'll one that'll that's one that'll do it for most people. So it says when you flip someone off, it's aggressive, and when you do it. Their natural reaction is to get defensive and think you are a jerk. But a thumbs down keeps focus on them. It is a crystal clear statement that they did something wrong. I'm starting to like this. Another person compared it to pushing someone's personal dislike button. <laughs> and according to a body language expert, that actually might have a lot to do with why it's trending. Do you think that we need a, a thumbs down instead of a thumbs up on, on social media? People have been posting their stories online. Does seem to leave an impression. The old one TikToker said that she got a thumbs down a while back for driving too slow. And she still thinks about it all the time. So it's like a whole different psychological thing. At first, I was like, nah, man, that's weak. But maybe a thumbs down is more powerful than telling someone they're number one with your middle finger, giving them the bird. I'm disappointed in you going 60 in the left lane, trying to go 90. What's wrong with you? <laughs> also, Robert Smith from The Cure. Not happy with Ticketmaster. And not a lot of artists and not a lot of bands are happy with Ticketmaster and this dynamic pricing that they have. Now, it is a fight against scalping. And in order to fight the scalpers, the Cure used the verified fan presale and opted out of platinum and dynamically priced tickets for their sale yesterday. They wanted to make sure their fans could get tickets at a fair price with some tickets. Get this. For the cure, as low as 20 bucks. When was the last time you paid 20 bucks to go see an artist or a band at an arena? But Ticketmaster, Ticketmaster ultimately did what they needed Two, to make sure that they made money by tacking on fees. 
Fans called out Ticketmaster on Twitter about how, how some spent the same or more in fees as they did on tickets. They charged around $22 extra a ticket plus a flat order fee of $5.50. Unreal. Robert wanted to make sure fans knew that he had no hand in the price surge. Who who had did that a while back? It wasn't Beyonce. It was someone that came out and said, ain't got nothing to do with me. He called Ticketmaster's pricing a scam in a series of tweets. In the last one, Robert Smith said, quote, I had a separate conversation about platinum to see if I had misunderstood something, but I hadn't. It's a greedy scam, and all artists have the choice not to participate. He says, if no artist participated, it would cease to exist. So is there a way to fix that? Is there a way to fix all this Ticketmaster stuff? I don't know. Also, this this morning, depending how old school you are, um, you, know, you may remember some old school Saturday Night Live sketches. The, you know, and there are some good ones back in the day. Some that would never go over now. And it's funny when you look at some of the older ones, ones that were pushing the envelope, some of them are people that are, or, um, you know, now totally against, or or maybe I should, I'll, I'll just call them woke. But, you know, in, in, back in the day, they were, they were doing all the things that they are talking down on now. Seth says, please don't get me worked up this early about Ticketmaster. Sorry, Seth. I know that you do get upset with Ticketmaster. Maybe we need to start our own uh, ticket brokering company, ticket selling company. But there was a list of the most controversial SNL moments. And there was one that I thought was going to be on here, and it wasn't. Now, this was, they just gave seven of them here. But I, I think of a controversial SNL moment, I think of Canteen Boy. Remember that with Alec Baldwin and Adam Sandler? Boy, that, they, were, they, were, they were pushing the envelope there. Um, but on the list, they have this one. Uh, number one's Chevy Chase and Richard Pryor's Word Association. Back in 1975, it was the show's seventh episode, and they were already busting out the N-word. Buck Henry's Uncle Roy sketches back in 1978 to 1980. And Uncle Roy was a pedophile. He would babysit his young nieces, which was Gilda Radner and Lorraine Newman, and make them play questionable games. Now, despite the controversy on those sketches, they were made by two female writers. And what they're calling was a public service announcement about child abuse within the family. Or is that just what they say now? Charles Rocket dropped an F-bomb in 1981. 
Dana Carvey, his offensive Asian character from 86 to 2000. Conan O'Brien, back in 1988 when he was an SNL writer. <coughs> Sorry, man, that pollen. <clears throat> Conan came up with a sketch called Nude Beach in which the characters, including host Matthew Broderick at the time, used the P word more than 40 times. Remember this? Remember uh, the dudes in Nirvana made out with each other in 1992? Kurt Cobain, Dave Grohl, Chris Novoselic. Novoselic uh, started kissing. NBC censored that action from the reruns. <clears throat> and the version they have on Peacock, also censored on there too. And then this one, Jimmy Fallon impersonating Chris Rock in blackface back in 2000. Nobody made a big deal of it at the time until it resurfaced in 2019. You know, I mean, all all those people you know, back in the day uh, did did something very controversial. Uh, the other Jimmy that runs his mouth all the time, um, not Fallon, uh, Jimmy Kimmel used to do blackface with Carl Malone back in the day. You know, but now he's outspoken like he's like he's never done that before. But I thought I would see Canteen Boy in there. And if you don't remember Canteen Boy, look it up on, on YouTube this morning. Very disturbing. But, you know, I, when, I, when I saw this story about Saturday Night Live, I was thinking, man, what, what were my favorite times of Saturday Night Live? And, and nothing recent for me is, is any of my favorite times. You know, I, I think late 80s, early 90s, you know, the Adam Sandler, Chris Farley era. You know, Mike Myers, Dana Carvey, oh, the Wayne's World segments, you know, church lady segment with Dana Carvey. Late 80s, early 90s, Saturday Night Live, for me, was, was pretty funny. Also, this morning, let's see, I think, what else do we want to get to? Oh, the average person needs to sleep with three pillows. I got to sleep with two. 42% of Americans say they sleep on their side. How do you sleep? And the average person needs to sleep with three pillows. Tomorrow is World Sleep Day, but you can celebrate tonight with your three pillows. 42% of people sleep on their side. 18% usually sleep on their back. And 17% sleep on their stomach. I start out on my back and I end up on my side. Twenty-two percent of people claim they switch up their sleeping position every single night. One in ten people, one in ten people, wake up feeling refreshed every morning. And then people say they need to sleep with three pillows. I'm a, a two-pillow guy. My head on one, and I'm kind of hugging the other one. But don't forget, go to the website today as we come close to the end of the show. 
Go to the website, listentotheplanet.com, and you can register for tickets. Watch, I'll pull it up. If you're watching, here it is. There's the website. Scroll down a bit. Win tickets or win a pair of tickets to Pelican. That is April 29th. The William H. Scott Civic Center, False River. Some great guests there. Our very own Bridget will be there. Um, also on the website, again, can't forget about this, our, our Planet store. If you want a Planet shirt, got some cool ones, got some ones for, for ladies. I'm a Citizen Again t-shirts. You can, you can grab those. Just go to the website, scroll down a bit, or you can hit uh, the link on the top, store. And we also have the green, the military green AVA shirts, which proceeds, benefits the AVA. What else we got? Oh, I want to mention this. If you go to shows, because uh, I, I know Seth is listening. You go to shows and you go to Loud Hour. Seth has been doing a, a little bit of work on the website. And I, I guess we'll call it he's been blogging. But he's been writing about bands, writing about songs. He's been writing about the Festival International lineup. Uh, has a story up from last month for Million Whiskey and their new single release. So there's some stuff that Seth gets up about local and uh, some national rock bands. That is all on the website at listentotheplanet.com. Seth says he's going to be doing an update today. So make sure to check it out. The Loud Hour every Sunday from 6 until 7. And then don't forget the Grindhouse. That is every Sunday from 8 until 10. Ty has that show. Uh, and the Ty got some information up there too. Uh, he's starting to put some stuff. Uh, this Capra tour. But all right here for you at listentotheplanet.com. Going to have some more stuff added to the site as well very, very soon. Boom. There it is. Also, this morning, what else we got? Oh, I didn't pick, and I need to. Uh, Brent says, good show tomorrow night at Feed and Seed. Uh, what's that? What's that Feed and Seed tomorrow night, Brent? Fill me in. But... Yeah, we got some new stuff coming on the website. What else was I? I was also going to mention this, that I didn't pick my year yet for the 90s Rock Rewind show. That show is every Sunday. Oh, sorry. Dang, man, why can't I think? Every Saturday from 10 until 11. Only a one-hour show where I take a look at whatever week we in, I pull up the alternative rock chart from that week. And I'll pull it from a random year in the 90s, anywhere from 90 to 99. Last week, we did the top 15 songs in the alternative rock chart from 1999. Sugar Ray's Every Morning was number one. I'm thinking maybe tomorrow we're, we're going to go down a little bit because I think we did 98 and 99 the previous week and last week. We may go down a little bit. But I, I like doing it. The show is only an hour. Uh, we look at some pop culture stuff, some news from whatever year we're we're in, and we count down the top 15 songs. Got to say thanks to Bryce Godwin, the Louisiana car guy, for sponsoring that, and also 
Cajun Coatings. But check out that show. That's one of our, our weekend shows, along with the Loud Hour on Sunday, along with the Grindhouse on Sunday. And we can't forget about the classic Hangover Cafe. That's from 10 until noon every Sunday. And yesterday just got a brand new sponsor. For the Hangover Cafe, Ascend Wellness. And this place is great, man. I I, I did a quick video with him yesterday, which I'm going to post on the Planet page. But if you're looking for wellness, um, let's see, it's Ascend. I'll send you to their website real quick to check it out. It is ascendwellness.life. Ascendwellness.life is their website. And they got health spa services. They got a yoga sanctuary. You can do memberships. Uh, but they got a lot of information on their website. And there's also, I forgot exactly what they call the room, but I am going to do this. See if they have it on the website. You see a lot about the, the cold plunges. I see a lot of those videos on social media. But they, they do it a little bit different at Ascend. They call it contrast therapy and red light therapy. And there's this room. And there is a cold plunge and there is a hot tub. And it's done with um, this guy. His name is Andre Wilson. So he knows what he's doing. He's the facilitator. And you use red light therapy. You go into the cold bath for a little while. You go into the hot bath for a little while. You go back into the cold. You go back into the hot. And it's supposed to be great for your entire system and your body. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to schedule that. I'm not sure if we're going to get it on video, but I'm going to tell you about it. I'm going to schedule one of those and I'm going to go. But very cool place. And thanks to Ben and the crew for sponsoring the Hangover Cafe. You know, they're a wellness studio, Hangover Cafe. If you're listening, you might need some wellness. But the Hangover Cafe, 10 until noon, each and every Saturday. Sorry. Sunday morning. Dang. That, that means it's time for me to wrap up. It's 8.59. Time, time for me to wrap up when I can't talk anymore. But anyway, have a great rest of your Thursday. Don't forget Cajuns tonight, CBS. March Madness Tournament, the number 13. Lucky number 13, Raging Cajuns, taking on the number four, Tennessee Volunteers. Can the SEC fall to the Sun Belt Conference? We shall see. But enjoy your Thursday. I'll see you tomorrow morning. 7 o'clock is when the morning show starts on the planet. And then... We jump into the power hour at 8. So have a great rest of your Thursday. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>